Welcome to Cinema Scene on Gardner Webb University Radio, WGWG.org. Uh, we talk movies each week right here on Cinema Scene. Sometimes we interview filmmakers, sometimes we do movie reviews, sometimes we have special guests that talk about all aspects of film. And that's today. We have Violet Arth. Dukes. Dukes. Okay, see, I want to make sure you. it was okay to say it's Dukes. totally cool. Violet Arth Dukes uh, from the Cleveland County Arts Council representing today, especially the Real to Real Film Festival. This is the 17th annual Real to Real Film Festival. It's crazy that it's been 17 years that this thing has been going on. It's, uh, you know, I'd love to see where this ranks in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. from other film festivals, because I know there have been a lot that have been uh, added since mm-hmm. we've been doing this. Um, and, um, you know, even in big cities like Raleigh, it was just, just added a couple years ago one, and so they're just in their second year. Well, I know for a fact that we are one of the longest-running continuous film yeah. festivals because we had some rivals back in the day, right. but they uh, had to drop out for a couple years, and some of them are back, some of them aren't. Um, but we've been going continually. Yeah, so. and, and that's an amazing thing to find a way to, to make it happen each year. And you're going to have some years that you may have more films than others or some films that you may have better films than others. Um, but but we've uh, the Arts Council has really done it right. I mean, they, they made it part of their plan each year to make sure this happens uh, one way or the other. And uh, when you're able to, to do that within the budget, and I think, you know, having the Arts Council behind it and not just kind of a standalone, uh, you know, relying on just that, I think that makes a big difference. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah. I think that the ones that had, the film festivals that had, that were their own nonprofit did struggle mm-hmm. and probably are still struggling a little bit more Um but having the Arts Council and our donors and supporters and our board and everything behind that has um, really helped. Well, when this festival started 17 years ago, it was originally designed as a one uh, to spotlight uh, kind of the Carolinas and maybe south southeast. Mm-hmm. But even that first year, it, it became international, and that's kind of the beauty of being able to, to have uh, well, the Internet. I mean, that, that was what made it, um, made it that possibility. And you've, you've seen some changes over the years on how films are submitted. Used to, they were submitted oh, yeah. either on videotape or DVD. Uh, that's definitely changed. And talk a little bit about the, the process of how filmmakers find out about this film festival and also how they submit their work. So just in the 11 or 12 years that I've been running it, it has changed quite a lot. Um, I think we had just moved out of... Uh, VHS submissions when I started. <laughs> they were yeah, coming in yeah. on, on a DVD. We had a couple of VHS, but they were mostly coming in on DVD. Um, and the filmmakers were finding out about it by word of mouth and email okay. um, exclusively. And, um, you know, now there are festival submission platforms, uh, websites where filmmakers join, and then the Arts Council lists its reel-to-reel call for entries and the filmmakers pick which films, film festivals that they want to submit to, and I get the submissions digitally. And then the committee members, you were one, the yeah, committee members yeah. watch them um, at their homes on their computers or smart TVs, and um, they don't have to come in to the Arts Council once a week and exchange films. So the process for the filmmakers and for the, the submission team has gotten a lot easier. Yeah, I remember the, the first year it really was... You, we watch them as a group. Yeah. 
watched really? every film as a group. So we didn't do. We've yeah. never done that yeah. while I was running it. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's a big change, which is nice from a convenience standpoint for uh, for those that are uh, the jurors. Are on well, that there's not time. Um, I think the the number of submissions is a lot yeah. higher than it was back then. Yeah. yeah, we'd have to watch a couple hundred films together, and you guys would never see your family. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's um, and the variety of films that have come in this year. Pretty amazing, and I think the quality um, is is you know, probably one of the best years. I mean, yeah. we, you know, Seb, it's hard to hard to compare year to year to year, but it is. there's there's a good quality of films this year. Yeah, um, and the variety. Uh, talk a little bit about about the variety, and not just the variety in, in the types of films, but also from uh, from the different places that we're mm-hmm. going to be seeing films. Well, so starting with uh, categories, we accept films in feature, short documentary and animation and we did select films in all of those categories this year and there'll be um a variety of films in different categories each night um but we also have films from belgium brazil greece germany spain china israel see i'm reading japan (laughs) argentina yeah. Those are the countries, um, and then of course the United States. And, and these are the films that we're going to be seeing that are were actually selected. Were selected. Yes. Okay. Um, and then we have North Carolina, fifteen North Carolina films, which is a record for us. Wow! And wasn't last year a record too? Last year I think it was eleven, and it yeah. was a record. So yeah, yeah it's great. <laughs> well, and let me let me um, let me clarify something. It's just because we're choosing this many North Carolina films doesn't mean we're just celebrating North no. Carolina filmmaking. These no. were the best. Yeah. As chosen by the committee. Right. The committee's um, instructions for me are watch these, rate them, <laughs> and from those, we will choose the best films. I don't care if films in every category are chosen every year. I don't care if films from any films from any state right. are chosen every year, as long as what is chosen is the best film. Um, that's the criteria. So what ends up being played was the committee's choice for what was the very best stuff that was submitted. And it's awesome for North Carolina that 15 of the very best submissions were, were yeah. from North Carolina. Yeah. Well, when, uh, let me mention this before we move on. Also, the film festival is going on this week, uh, Real Real Film Festival, uh, Wednesday through Saturday night. That's right. With a Saturday matinee. Right. So we play films Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at 7 p.m., and we also play films at 1 p.m. on Saturday. So there are five chances to see film. We don't repeat any films. So um, if you want to see all the films that were chosen by the submission, you know, by the selection committee, you should come to every showing. And it's taking place where? At the Joy Performance Theater in Kings Mountain. And uh, tickets are available uh, at the door in advance. That's right. So you can get tickets at the Arts Council. You can get them um, from our website and from Facebook um, with our PayPal link. Okay. Or and you what can is, call what us. Website? Website is uh, ccartscouncil.org or realtorealfest.com. Or you can call the Arts Council, 704-484-2787. And if they wanted to stop by the Arts Council in Shelby, North Carolina, what's the address for that? 111 South Washington Street in Shelby. Okay. And, and if you missed all that, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit yeah. more before we wrap up as well. Um, what are some of the things this year that maybe surprised you from the, the dozen years? You've been doing this for a dozen years. <laughs> yeah. So what are the things that have really surprised you this year, whether it was th- from the films that were submitted 
the way that the committee uh, worked together? I mean, talk about some of those aspects. The committee was flawless this year. Okay. It was wonderful. Yeah. I don't know if you could feel it, too. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. it was like butter. <laughs> yeah, I, I sense that um, as someone who was screening the films and working with the group. I, I really, I felt that things just clicked this year. Absolutely. And um, we had the, um, we already knew what the films were, what, a month and a half ago? Or more. Or more. Yeah. And I was able to uh, inform filmmakers a lot earlier than usual. Um, which I hope helps with uh, their travel plans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because we do have filmmakers that attend the festival every year. Um, they get to do Q and A after their film. Every any filmmaker that that comes, um, and so the audience gets to ask questions, and filmmakers answer those questions, and uh, makes it a lot more interactive than watching documentaries on you know Netflix at home. <laughs> I, I think for me as a um, as a um, film judge or juror, whatever you want to call what we did. Um, the film selection committee. I think for us, it'll it'll make the movies a little more fresh again because there's been enough gap mm-hmm. in between when we saw them and now we're going to see them in a different uh, with with an audience, but also in a different format um, as far as on, on a big screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm looking forward to it to watching these films again with some kind of some different eyes. Oh yeah, absolutely. I know that's true. I hadn't thought about that, but usually the committee members are a little burnt out when it actually gets time to festival. But, uh, yeah, there's been a little bit more time, so yeah. maybe it won't feel that way. <laughs> and if anybody is uh, a regular listener to this show, you'll know that we've interviewed several of the filmmakers, I think three or four um, that we've interviewed that are part of this. Uh, we interviewed uh, for the film Hux, which will be mm-hmm. screened, um, The uh, Last Man Club. Excellent. And um, the uh, all the other feature uh, with uh, with Tommy Beardmore, life and death of an unhappily married man. There you go. Yeah, we we uh, actually featured uh, all three of those um, filmmakers uh, on this show, and we'd love to be able to do more. It's just it kind of run out of time after a while, but mm-hmm. we're hoping during the festival to maybe maybe meet a few more and have those as guests for future shows as well. Um, what films um, are you most interested in, in getting a reaction from the audience? Oh, sure. all of them. But okay. I'm really excited because one of my Shelby High School classmates okay. submitted a film this year and is um, was accepted and will be flying in from California. Okay. So uh, in high school, he was John Myers. He goes by Skinner Myers now, but um, he's a model and a filmmaker and an actor. And um, the film is uh, La Tierra del Exodo. Okay. And uh, it plays on Saturday night. And he's coming in from California, and I'm really excited to see him again and, you know, see how the audience likes a. Shelby Native's uh, film. Yeah, Shelby Native who went off and yeah. is now coming back. Right. Homecoming. Yeah. Um, and that, that's something to mention that uh, at film festivals, they're unique from the standpoint of filmmakers coming. Mm-hmm. And so you're you're not even really separated from the filmmaker. They're sitting beside you. Yeah, that's right. In the theater, <laughs> sometimes literally right beside you. And I actually try to announce before films if a filmmaker is there, right, right. <laughs> I don't know if that's a if, if that's a great thing or yeah, a bad thing. Yeah. But I feel like you know then the audience really knows to just um, yeah you know appreciate it appreciate yeah, yeah. it and and uh, and that they they should be thinking of questions right. It gives right. them the opportunity during the film to uh, be thinking of questions since they know they'll get to do a Q and A afterwards. Yeah, you know, the, log those in their mind. Yeah, and the Q and A's are, are really um, interesting afterwards yeah. as well, and yeah. um, you get some really good questions. And that is truly a unique thing that uh, that most people who go watch movies, if you're a movie lover, you don't get a chance to do that. You can't right. hang around and talk to the actors 
or the producers or directors right. um, afterwards. But in a film festival setting, you can do that. And we've done that ever since year one, oh, yeah. um, which is pretty, pretty amazing. Um, the filmmakers, talk to me about what their response is and their reaction to this film festival that takes place in Kings Mountain, well, North Carolina. I, I hear from them that they love it. When they attend, um, their emails to me afterwards are just glowing and wonderful. They love the feel of the festival and the, um, the knowledge of the audience and the conversations that happen in the lobby before and after their films and um, just the, the feel that they get here. Um, you know, we really we treat them special, and yeah. and um, and they love that. So we have a lot of return filmmakers. Um, they'll submit their new films every year, or at least every time they make right. a new film. Right. And um, we have several returning filmmakers this year. Actually, my friend from Shelby High School submitted um, in two thousand seven. Okay. I think this okay. is so. This is his second film at Real to Real. Okay. And. Um, we have a couple of other um, returning filmmakers. Let me try to remember. Um, I know that the filmmaker's name is Alexander Mello. I'm trying to remember the name of the film right off the top of my head. Um, ah, I is draw there, a blank. Was there an Underwood that's coming back again as well? Yes. Okay. Yes, Rob. Rob yeah. Underwood. Yeah. Um, no Child is the name of his film. Um, so you know we have filmmakers that. Definitely loved it enough and, um, that they submit every year, and um, they often get chosen um, in repeat years. Yeah, so yeah. it's fun. We get to see them grow as filmmakers also if you attend the festival multiple years. Right. So right. that's cool. Well, th- you mentioned the um, you know, you got the Q&A, but after that, there's, there's normally a break in between um, certain films yeah. before another film comes on. And that gives also another opportunity <laughs> for filmmakers to chat with mm-hmm. with the audience sometimes the audience there are certain people that may not feel comfortable asking a question in front of everybody right but when you get a chance to to you know just kind of have a casual social interaction some of those questions are pretty interesting as well i've, I've, I've been able to eavesdrop on a few of those and it's been pretty uh, pretty uh, wonderful to see that and to see some um some fan filmmaker relationships oh yeah absolutely too definitely and um also, in those breaks, I give stuff away. Right. So that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> I do yeah. raffles yeah. Um, in between films and before intermission and um, before films start. So we do lots of raffles. Do a lot of giveaways. We also have a silent auction, yep. um, which is fun. And the, the proceeds from the silent auction support the, the festival and the awards that we give, which I should also mention. We give, um, we give awards to filmmakers. This is a, a monetary award festival. Um, so we give... We give awards in every category, and then we give a Best of Fest. And new this year, we have a Best of North Carolina award. And uh, we'll be doing an honorary award um, in memory of Lisa Aguilar, who was a longtime lover of the film festival this year as well. And, so. and she passed away, but yeah. she, uh, she had a, a big love for film, and yep. she had already uh, prepared herself to come to this festival. Right. And yeah. so uh, in her memory, we'll be giving a special award this year. Well, um, the, the awards have, um, and giving a monetary award is something that's unique mm-hmm. um, for, for a lot of festivals. Um, most of them, you don't see that kind of thing happening. Right. Um, you know, they want to put that money back into the festival. 
But uh, but for this one, it really is about, hey, we're going to celebrate the filmmakers. That's right. And we're going to give you a little bit uh, of, of moolah that you can you know, yeah. use any way you want to. Right. Um, so that's uh, that's been a, a great thing to, to see that happen. Um, the awards are handed out every uh, on Saturday night? Yes. Yeah, so on Saturday night after the final film, we do an awards party. Now, um, that'll be next to the theater under a under a tent with lights. It's really fun and pretty. And that's when we um, announce the awards and give, give checks to the filmmakers. If they happen to be there, they, you know, the ones that win aren't always there, but, um, but then also, you know, people can congratulate filmmakers and talk about their favorite films and there'll be food. And um, so it's a nice little wrap party. What do you enjoy the most uh, about taking part in this festival as the um, what's your official title as it relates to the organized film organizer? I have no idea. Film, <laughs> I mean, because you, you lead the efforts for this um, every year. You're the one that kind of wrangles all those volunteers together, and you, you pull, you make this happen. <laughs> get the filmmakers to submit, absolutely. And then get you yeah. guys to watch the films, yeah. and yeah, yeah. Um, so, what, what do you enjoy the most? Is it this week? When yeah, it's, happening? it's watching people watch the films. Okay, absolutely. Okay. That's yeah. my favorite part. Yeah, you know, and I mean, just being up there and and introducing the filmmakers to the to the audience and giving the filmmakers the platform to discuss their film, I just love that. It's wonderful because the Arts Council does this because this is art, mm-hmm. and we want to celebrate the artists. Right. And the artists are the filmmakers, so um, I love it. And this does take place in a movie theater. It does um, on a big screen. And this movie theater uh, has got a lot of history behind it mm-hmm. as well. Uh, in Kings Mountain, um, do you do you know the how old this theater is? I think it's a twenty nineteen twenties okay. theater. Okay, I'm almost positive. <laughs> but it, it's definitely it's definitely the old school movie theater. Oh, yeah. that, that goes back into the into. Uh, it's been beautifully renovated. Yeah, absolutely. Um, new comfy seats. If you haven't been in the last four or five years, <laughs> yeah. and, and they use this theater um, throughout the year for other mm-hmm. events too, uh, yeah. for plays and for some other other things also. Right. And so for the sec, also for the second year, they've redone the balcony, and um, that's our VIP area. You can okay. buy a VIP ticket, and then you get free popcorn and a free um, drink every night, and a personal server. Wow! And okay. uh, that's tables and chairs instead of just uh, theater seating. So yeah. it's a lot of fun. Well, let's talk about the VIP now. There, there are different levels of uh, of how you can pay for your tickets. We talked sure. about where they could get tickets online at the Arts Council. They could call. Uh, ticket prices, VIP seats? Vi- VIP seats are $50. Okay. Um, Is that for the whole? Yeah, for the whole thing. Okay. Uh, 40 films. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And um, But the regular um, advanced ticket price is just 30 Okay. And um, if you want to come just one day, the advanced ticket price is 8 bucks. Okay. Wow. Um, yeah. So, and you can get advanced tickets all the way through Wednesday at like... Five. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and then okay. if you actually buy them at the window at the theater, um, a pass is thirty-five for all the films, and a one-night ticket is ten. Okay. Okay. But you get several movies for oh, that yes. price. Oh yes. Right. So. so as few as five, and as many as like ten, I think. Okay. On different nights. And and uh, if people are asking, okay, if there's a certain night to go look for documentaries or for. A uh, certain night to go look for features. Actually, it's spread out, so every every night you're going to see a little yeah. bit of everything. Yeah, so I try not to put too many of one thing on each night. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll have a mix every single night of of shorts and documentaries, and there's an animation, at least one animation every yeah. uh, night. And um, so, yeah, I don't. I try not to load mm-hmm. it too much. Right, right. <laughs> well, and and also, I mean, if we were just a documentary festival, right. that'd be a different thing. But exactly. because it is a film festival that celebrates. 
um, all these different types of filmmaking, you want to give the audience a chance to see all the different types, right? No matter I, which night they come, right? And I try each night to uh, put the the G and PG rated movies at the beginning of the evening, and the PG thirteen and R rated movies at the end, right? Um, now that is to the best of my ability, right. and in in previous years, just doing that exclusively. Um, Things at the end of the evening, you know, would be a little too depressing sometimes. Right. So um, we start with that as a goal and then mix it up a little bit so that, you know, people don't have like three super depressing films all right. at once at the right. end right. and leave crying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so you, if you visit the website um, or the Facebook page, you can um, see the schedule. Mm-hmm. You can read all the synopsis of every film. You can watch trailers for almost every single film and see what appeals to you and plan your visit in advance. Um, you know, you don't have to be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> when you talked about the North Carolina filmmakers, 15 mm-hmm. North Carolina films this year, a lot to choose from. Uh, and these are films not only by North Carolina filmmakers, but also mm-hmm. some of them are about North Carolina. Right. So we have one. Uh, some people may remember the Hollerin contest at Spivey's Corner. We have a, fi- a documentary film about that. Um, and, you know, when I showed that to my boss, she was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's a documentary about that film. And um, we also have one, let's see, uh, called The Last Barn Dance. Yeah. That's a yeah. North Carolina documentary yeah. about um, a guy who's trying to save his farm. And part of his farm is this local gathering place. Um, For barn dances. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's a community staple. And, and um, the way that farming is changing, he's, you know, growing and adapting and trying to stay on top of it. Yeah. But, yeah, we have some. He's, some. He's, and to me, that's an interesting thing about that documentary is that it, you've got this, this person who's trying to stay with one foot in, in an analog world, but having to move into a digital world mm-hmm. at the same time and trying to find the balance in between that when one is pushing the other out in certain ways. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Some great films. Uh, I, I just pulled up the, the schedule for Wednesday night and just to let you know, you know, movies start at seven, but you've got 10 films to watch between seven and the end of the night. Right. Now, some of those are short films, like four minutes long. Um, some are 15 minutes, but there is uh, there are some that are a little longer as well. Right. So I um, try to make it like three to three and a half, three and a quarter hours each showing. Um, so you, if you stayed for every film, you'd probably be there till 1030. Mm-hmm. Um, each each night. Yeah. Um, I try not to make it too much longer than that. We've done that in the past, and people just like fall asleep yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and wait until the next day. We right. wake them up. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Can't go too late. <laughs> but yeah, because of the length, the different lengths of the films, you'll see from ten to like I said, five. You know, yeah. I think Friday has five films, um, but some of them are a lot longer. So right. See right. different you know, lengths and different number of films each night. The, um, one of the things that a theme, if you talk about a theme that, that, uh, that came about this year is there were several films that, that had connections to almost military appreciation or military. Absolutely. So we wanted to let everybody know that if you bring your uh, military ID that you get into the festival for free. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Like any night. Yep. Any night. Wow. Okay. Show your military ID at the ticket window. That's pretty awesome. Yep. That's pretty awesome. So anyone out there knows that for retired military as well? If they've got a military ID. Yeah. Okay, that's <laughs> you awesome. Know, 
bring your bring your valid military ID, and we want you to come and enjoy these films. They're really fantastic films. Yeah, yeah. and there are if if you're interested in what those particular films are, Violet can share that with you. Just contact her. There absolutely. She'll let you know if, if they're one specifically relating to uh, to the military. And there are some great ones. I think there's four or five. Yeah, right? there's a there's a quite a quite a good amount, yeah. including the uh, the feature. That I think is the um, final the film, final film the Last, Last Man, Man Club. Club, and it is so heartwarming. Yeah, um, some of the military films are are might be triggers mm-hmm. for some people, so please read the synopsis in advance or call the Arts Council if you want to ask me about things because we don't want to upset anybody. Right, um, because they're all on different themes, all on different subjects, mm-hmm. um, and um, we don't want to, like I said, we don't want to shock anybody. Right, um, if they've if they're feeling sensitive about it, but um, but Last Man Club, the last film of the festival, is heartwarming and sweet, and um, yeah, I think yeah. people will love it. Yeah, and we'll definitely have some faces that people uh, will be familiar with as well. Oh um, yeah, and that's something that that I've always been impressed with uh, this particular festival is that um, there are some some recognizable faces and names mm-hmm. that show up either uh, as those behind the camera, yeah. or those in front of the camera. Oh, absolutely. We had a um, film. I can't remember if it was last year or the year before, submitted by Bryce Dallas Howard, right? Uh, yeah. Ron Howard's yeah. daughter, um, that was fantastic. And we've had some James Cameron films yep. submitted before. <laughs> yeah, and even some James Cameron films that didn't make. The yeah, festival. we didn't <laughs> let them in. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, part of that is that we're trying to show films that people can't just see anywhere. Right. We right. want to bring new things to the area, yeah. and uh, those films we felt had just been they had already been seen. Yeah, they already had too wide of a release. Um, to be new and fresh at the film yeah. festival. So, yeah, yeah, we get the honor of being a festival that turned down James Cameron. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oscar winner James Cameron. <laughs> Bragging rights. Um, well, we are uh, we're wrapping up. We've got about uh, five minutes left. Okay. So I just want to make sure that uh, you get a chance to share anything you want the audience to know, and then I'll ask you some final I'll do questions. my whole spiel. Um, Real to Real Film Festival is July 27th through the 30th, 7 p.m. nightly, 1 p.m. Saturday matinee. It's at the Joy Performance Theater in Kings Mountain, North Carolina. And you can call the Arts Council at 704-484-2787 to ask us any questions or to purchase your tickets. And the best place to look for that schedule again is... RealToRealFest.com. And spell the real to real. R-E-A-L-T-O-R-E-E-L-F-E-S-T.com. And you can look at the schedule for each night. You can also look at the trailers. Uh, and there's a synopsis for each film. And also, you can look at the category. So you can, right. you'll can you know what the documentary is. And the ratings. And the ratings. Yeah. So, uh, and even the runtime. So That's it gives right. you anything you could want to know about the films. Yeah, you'll find out on there where it's from. There. You know, who made yep. it? <laughs> Everything. Yeah. And you can find out also about um, a little bit about the filmmakers as well. There's some information about who they are uh, and their names, and you can uh, check a little bit more about them as well. And the uh, some of the films, you're going to find comedies, you're going to find some mm-hmm. drama, some Animations. Action, some horror. Yeah, there's a couple uh, horrors. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and so it, it's, it really is a, a film festival that's this full of variety uh, on pretty much every level uh, that you can imagine. And uh, I encourage people to check it out. I really enjoyed being a part of the, the viewing uh, committee again this year. And uh, I just appreciate the opportunity that you allow volunteers. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. So anyone who would like to be on the selection committee can uh, email me at violet.arth at ccartscouncil.org. And um, I will desperately try to remember to include you in my email <laughs> in a couple months when I open the selection process again. All right, good deal. Any final thoughts? 
Um, no, we just hope that you come. And if you do at the window, tell us you heard about it on here. There you go. The Real to Real Film Festival, the 17th annual, uh, the 27th through the 30th. That's this week, Wednesday through Saturday. The Kings Mountain, North Carolina Joy Performance Theater. Theater. Uh, until next time, I'm Noel Manning. That's Violet Arth Dukes right here on Cinema Scene on Garden Web University Radio, WGWG.org. Thanks for listening as always. You can find us on Facebook and you can also uh, just go to the WGWG.org website and you can uh, download any of these shows by clicking on the SoundCloud link and they're archived and you can share them with your friends. Till next time, that's a wrap.